Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're uh, live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Uh, they found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, brought to you by GEICO. Great news. You can save a bunch of money if you just switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Don't forget to sign up for PharrellOnTheBench.com. You get the best picks anywhere, bar none, the best price, the best choices, every sport, every play, every day, everything that's on the board. We email it to you. The picks are all ranked, favorite to least, PharrellOnTheBench.com. Setting the standard, killing it this year in college and NFL picks. Sign up. You won't regret it. Everybody loves it, and it's getting better by the month. Next month in October, mid-October, you're going to freak. When you see what I've done to the site, you're going to love it. Hide the money from your wife. Anyway, um, you know, I was talking about the uh, pirates or whatever, and I've had about enough of that. So I was going to just mention something about the Steelers. And one of those things is, you know, I already said they have to win Monday night. Literally, absolute must win. I know it's ridiculous to say that in, you know, the fourth game of the season. But when you're 0-3, it's literally over, right? You don't win this game, it's over. The season's over. I think it's already over. But, I mean... It could get really ugly if they lose another one. I mean, really. If they go to 0-4 and and lose to the Bengals on Monday night, I mean, they are absolutely toast. So this guy, James Conner, who everybody was sleeping with, right? They all fell in love with this guy last year when he played for whatever it was, nine or ten games, and he had all kinds of great numbers and everything. But, um, I mean, what has happened to him? I mean, this guy's hit a wall, hasn't he? He just doesn't matter at all now. I'd love to see uh, how it changes, to be honest with you, because it just is not working. Uh, He's not getting off long runs like he had last year. His longest rushes in the first three weeks were 22-27. Last year he had a 14-yarder to go with. um, uh, This year he had a 14-yarder and a 10-yarder. Last year those in those first three weeks he had big runs. And uh, the longest run of the season so far this year has been Benny Snell, who's a rookie, I believe. Um, and, you know, it just hasn't been working. Connor's averaging uh, 2.9 yards per carry. He's rushed 34 times for 97 yards. Uh, just horrible compared to last year. He had 213 yards on 54 carries and, and three touchdowns, and he has just won this season. So last season he had only three games in which he carried the ball fewer than 13 times, and the Steelers went 1-2 in those games. They were 7-2-1 last year when he rushed at least 13 times. Uh, they are not doing anything with this guy running the ball. And so they got uh, more problems than you can imagine. And uh, certainly quarterback and running back and 
I mean, receivers. Uh, I you know I won't deny Juju can flat out play, but their teams are all over him, right? So he's been kind of taken right out of the mix. Uh, he still makes plays, but it's got to be torture for him now without Brown there that he gets all that attention and and he just can't deal with it. I mean, let's face it, he has to work doubly hard to just make plays, right? And then they got all these other guys that you know. Washington, they benched the other kid, right? Moncrief. I mean, they look terrible. So it, it's unbelievable. And then you got the Bears, Bears Vikings. How long can that Bears defense carry Mitchell Trubisky? Do you believe, Carver, that they actually could do the job? They could carry him the whole season and he could just be average at best and they could still win? I think that he's going to have to win a couple of games like last year. I think that he's going to have to do that. Does he have to win them the game every single week? No, their defense can, but he's got to score, you know, 17 to 28 points. Got to get in that range. Can't ask the, the defense to put zeros up every game. They're going to give up points sometimes. So, yeah, they, they got to be a little better offensively. So, two straight games, they fizzled down the stretch. I mean, they won. Uh, they stole the game in Denver, and then they fizzled. Uh, second it, half, the offense was bad in both it, games. Yeah, it, it fizzled in the second half. Against a playoff team, they're going to lose those games, right? If you're fizzling in the fourth quarter, in the second half even, uh, you're going to lose games to good teams. So uh, I think he's having to uh, – the Bears held the Redskins to just 90 yards. So you have that Mack, Trevathan, Floyd, and that um, defense uh, up front. Uh, they mean business, so – they literally have been carrying him lately. But, hey, look, call it whatever you want. They won the games. They won the game in Denver, and they won the game in Washington. So now they go home, and they got the Vikings, and I'm sure they want to get more out of their offense. I don't see what the problem was with uh, Trubisky and Gabriel. It looked pretty clean to me on uh, Monday night in the first half. He was lighting it up for three touchdowns, so you can't complain about that. I love this story about uh, Richie Incognito, who's still uh, – denying any of the stuff about bullying. Do you remember uh, when Jonathan Martin, uh, you know, he denies he ever bullied the guy when they were members of the Dolphins and says uh, that, you know, I, I guess he's doing an interview that aired on Real Sports. He took issue with being blamed for Martin not playing in the NFL and the league investigators who came to interview him. Uh, I did not drive the guy out of the league. I believe his mental health issues and his demons in his past, drove him out of the league. I fit the bill. Hey, racist, homophobe, whatnot. What I'm saying was we were close, personal friends. It wasn't factored into, hey, this is guy talk. These are two alpha males talking to each other. Uh, was some bad Shaq said? Absolutely. But uh, was it bullying? Absolutely not. And then he uh, tried to explain his arrest at the funeral home. He said, uh, I never thought about using the guns one bit. I made a finger gesture like... This shows his index middle fingers pointed out with his thumb up. I'm going to go to the vehicle. I'll be right back. My intention was to go to the vehicle, grab my father's medical records, and come in and show him. Uh, yeah, sure, dude. Whatever you say. Didn't he threaten to kill everybody at the at the funeral home? Going to kill everybody. And then he, he was on uh, booze and drugs at the time. So thanks. We don't listen to you. We don't need your advice. Thanks a lot. Here we go with the uh, receipt of drugs and alcohol. I was high at the time, so don't take me seriously, but it's okay for me to go around publicly being high and drunk and threatening people and saying I'm going to kill everybody, but we're not supposed to take you seriously in the world we live in now. 
you start talking about guns and killing people in this country, people start running for the exits, right? All right so I don't want to hear it. That guy's an idiot. I don't care what anybody says. He's an absolute moron, and he, I can't even believe he's still in the NFL. I Christ, he'll give a job to anybody in this league except for Kaepernick. And it's hilarious to hear him talk about someone else's mental health issues and demons causing them problems. <laughs> Christ, he's a poster boy for it. I'm glad he's playing on that crappy team, too, because <laughs> he's not going to win there either. John in uh, Green Bay, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Terrell, first-time caller, long-time listener. My man. Thanks, man. You did a great job out here. I drive nights. Always listening to you guys, you and Mafia. You guys do a great job. Thanks, brother. Hey, uh, love to talk to you about Packers and uh, the Brewers. We're living the dream with Jonathan Taylor on Wisconsin. And, you know, we got Giannis during the wintertime. What do you say about that? I think I'd love to listen to some of the things you say about Jonathan Taylor. Well, I think he's, uh, you know, for me, for my dollar, I think he's the best player in college football. Um, I think it's too easy to give, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts and Tua uh, and Lawrence all this, uh, these accolades because they kick everyone's ass and they, you know, they're so much better than everybody. Uh, even Oklahoma is better than everyone they're playing these days. If you haven't noticed, right, they're kicking everybody's ass. And uh, so is Ohio State. I mean, they're destroying teams. So everybody just runs and gives Jalen Hurts and Tua and Lawrence the Heisman, you know, in five seconds. But in my opinion, I think the guy that has done the most work and that has uh, proven to be the most unstoppable force in college football is Jonathan Taylor. The guy's just tearing it up. He's unstoppable. Uh, he does whatever he wants on a football field. He looks like a man amongst boys. Uh, what he did to Michigan was humiliate them. They couldn't stop him. No one can. I think he's the best player in college football. And uh, these other guys, to me, just ha- I no disrespect, but they just have it too easy. I mean, it is just like the, dis- the disparity, the difference in the level of competition from those you know, really, Alabama, Clemson, even I don't put Oklahoma even in their level, right? I put them like uh, on the, you know, they're in the penthouse floor. And I think, you know, in the, you know, 14 story building, I think Oklahoma's down on the 10th floor, really, to be honest with you. But they give Hertz all this, you know, he's got, he's tied right now for the lead with Tua for that Heisman, right? And meanwhile, I think Lawrence is a better quarterback than both of them. And I think, you know, if you ask me, it's, it really is. You know, I think Lawrence is better, but I I have not been absolutely blown away by Lawrence this year at all. Uh, That's just me. I think he's done his job, and I think he's a really, really good quarterback, right? But I think the guy that's doing the the real hard work, the heavy lifting, is Taylor. I think he's an absolute freak. And uh, any – listen, this guy's the number one back in college football. He's going to be the top pick selected. In, uh, as, as a running back. But I think, uh, you know, they're good. I think the Brewers have been great. I think the Brewers uh, will win the one-game wild card. I think they're the hottest team in baseball. And I think it's an amazing story that they're doing it without Yelich. Uh, if they had him, they'd be even harder to beat. Uh, they're hard to beat now without him even. And then um, as far as Giannis goes, I think he's uh, a rock star. He's fun to watch play. And, um, you know, the team has changed, right? I mean, they've it has changed from the, the deep run they went on. 
they have made some changes. So uh, didn't Brogdon leave? And I think that there's uh, some differences between the teams. But coming into this year, I mean, they're still going to be a good team. If you have him, you're going to be good. That's all there is to it. He's a winner. And I think he's made them a winner. And um, I have a hard time believing they can win an NBA championship with one guy. And I know they'll say that they have all these other guys, but in the re- in a real world, and the reality of it all is, is that those guys are all nice pieces, but they're not uh, as good as him at all. They're on different planes completely, right? Different levels. I think he's the rock star, and everyone else compliments him. I think they're a really good team, and I don't know why that, you know, I'm sure they're trying to figure out the puzzle too, right? They're right there on the cusp of a championship, but they haven't been able to find those last three or four pieces on the jigsaw puzzle, and they've been, it's been you know driving them nuts. It's got to drive them nuts to try to finally cap it off and, and find a way to win a championship. And, uh, you know, no fault of his. That guy is a freak of nature, and he's uh, an incredible, unstoppable force. So he's going to keep getting better too, believe me you. Uh, the rest of them have to be able to get as good as uh, playing at a, at a pace like he plays at. I think that he plays at one level, they play at another. And I think that it, it maybe is why they can't find the last piece or two that uh, they need to uh, actually win it all. But I think they're well coached. They got a great, you know, fan base and a great superstar player. They just have to figure out how to f- get those final pieces to the puzzle together to, you know, uh, go all the way. But this is no joke, right, that it's hard to win it. And I think people maybe up there think it's so easy because they talk big about it. Remember, we all went through this whole they talk big about how they're going to win it all, and they didn't. So everyone needs to chill out on that. And if you don't like that, then have a sandwich. The bottom line is they didn't get it done. And you can blame whoever you want. Blame whoever you want. But I don't think it's a blame thing. I think it's just a couple pieces, a couple of steps away from it. They're right in the neighborhood. They can smell it, right? The dinner's cooking in the kitchen. They just don't know which house it's coming from to walk into and have the dinner. You know what I mean? They're right there. They just have to figure out out a way to cap it off. And that's the job that they have in that front office is to figure it out. It's not your problem. It's their problem, right? And uh, I'm sure they're working hard to try to figure it out. 855-212-4227. We're going to L.A. after the show tonight for Spence Porter. Don't forget to order it on pay-per-view on Fox, also on the Fox Sports app, Saturday night at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. All right, 855-212-4CBS. Robert in Maryland, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Scotty, I just made it to 67. I think that warrants a double George Stickle on the rocks with a yingling on the side, if I may, please. Can we get him shots and beers on his birthday? This is unbelievable. <laughs> Anyhow, I, uh, I find that the uh, Ravens at plus seven against the Browns is a, a bit high for against a team that was supposed to conquer the world this year. I'm interested what you and Carver and uh, Mafia feel about that. Uh, the, the Ravens, uh, neither their offense or their defense really played up to snuff last week, but they stayed close in that game. Uh, what's your feel on this game? Well, coming up? I, I think it's the same as you. I, I think that they're going to be in that game. I think it's a uh, preview of a late-season game that will mean a lot more than this one. Uh, this one will also factor into it. I think these two are going to go to war. I think they're the two teams that will be in this uh, division race to the end. And, uh, you know, I think the Ravens have played certainly better than the Browns so far this season. I think they have the edge because they're at home. But uh, seven points to me is a dangerous number against a a good team. 
I do not believe that the Browns are a bad team at all. I, uh, I'm not willing to go there yet. Now, if they drop a couple more and go to, you know, one and five or something like that, or let's say they're, you know, what are they? They're one and two right now. Let's say they lose. They're one and three. They lose another one. They're one and four. Then they're finished. Then they're just going to be the same old crappy Browns. So, I mean, I think they're going to start playing with some sense of urgency here in Baltimore. They're going to act like they're not. But you know in reality behind the scenes that Freddie Kitchens knows that his play calling sucked and he's going to want to turn it around and shove it in everyone's face. And uh, Baker Mayfield is clearly the guy that loves to shove it back in people's faces. He's already arguing with television critics. It didn't take long, three weeks, and he's arguing with uh, Rex Ryan. So uh, he doesn't like being criticized. And so what he does is he keeps it in his hat in his pocket, and he remembers who makes fun of him, and then he comes back and and, uh, mocks them later because he doesn't like being criticized ever. He can't handle it. Let's face facts. And so um, I think he's going to want to play better. I think they're going to want to play better. I think you have to do what, you know, they did in the game against the Jets was they gave the ball to Beckham. I I don't know what the hell they're doing, but get him the ball. Somehow, someway, get him the ball, and I think uh, good things will happen. And then when they're not giving him the ball, give it to Landry. I mean – it's really simple stuff, isn't it? Like, uh, I don't understand this Kitchens guy. Just give it to your rock stars and, and let them play their uh, music. You know what I mean? I, I don't understand what's so hard about this. They're going to have their hands full with the Ravens. Uh, I think they'll have – I think the Browns' defense will have their problems with Lamar Jackson running around. But, um, you know, I, I thought he poor – you know, was poor passing the ball against Kansas City – but he still covered the spread for me, so that was a huge bet. I think that he's a dangerous customer, certainly plays well in in the Charm City, so uh, the Browns are going to have their work cut out for him, but I think they can hang with him inside that number. 855-2124-CBS. Nick in Indiana. Hey, Pharrell. What's going on, man? Hey, bro. Thank you guys for taking the call. Sure, man. Just wanted to uh, – I wanted to get your take on the on the Colts so far. Um uh, especially, I, I heard a lot of uh, flat coming from people talking about uh, Brissett, and I think they're kind of sleeping on him. I'm not going to say the Colts are going to the Super Bowl or anything like that, but they're they're one bad kicking performance uh, away from being three and zero right now, and uh, I think there's a lot of upside and a lot of uh, good stuff to look for. You know, look forward to. I've been uh, winning bets with them left and right. Uh, they've been exciting, if you ask me. I think it hurts to have Hilton injured, obviously. I think it'll change their offensive dynamic. I have no problem at all with the way uh, Jacoby Brissett has played. Uh, I think he's looked really uh, pretty solid, all things being equal. He's, you know, 71%. He's thrown seven TDs, one pick, only been sacked six times. I I like what I'm seeing from uh, Marlon Mack. Um, I I actually, uh, you know... They got other guys producing as well. I think Jack Doyle's done well. Ebron's done well. Uh, we talked to, to Ken Sterling the other night about Zach Pascal. I think he's uh, played really well for him, surprisingly. And uh, Deion Kane has, has produced for him. So there's a lot of reasons uh, to be optimistic. I think uh, Anthony Walker's been a beast on defense. And Darius Leonard, you know, they, you know they've had to deal with him being banged up here and there. But the guy makes plays. They all do. Uh, this is a decent team. Uh, you know, I liked uh, what I've seen of them so far. You can't deny it. Uh, they got a game at home against the Raiders. I think you got to capitalize on games like this. Uh, they 
had their hands full with the Falcons, but they beat them. Now this Raider team has all kinds of issues, so you have to beat them. You just have to beat them. I think we'll know more about how good they really are uh, in you know three weeks when they play the Texans, and then they play them again after that, like, I don't know, six weeks later in late uh, November uh, in Houston. I think, uh, Carver, you tell me, I think the Texans are a better football team all around than the Colts, but it's a two-horse race right there. It's very close. I'd probably give a slight edge to the Texans. Slight. But um, Colts beat them last year in the playoffs. I know that was luck. Luck played that game. But Brissett's been no slouch so far, that's for sure. I, I have a hard good. I have a hard time believing that Brissett would beat Watson in a playoff game with, with Hopkins. Now, I won't deny that Brissett has, if he has Hilton healthy at the you know end of the season, in these, let's say in this game in three weeks and then a game in six weeks after that, if Hilton's playing in those, uh, they'll have a shot. In a playoff game, they would definitely have a shot. Without a doubt, they'd have a shot. But this Watson-Hopkins uh, thing is a dynamic uh, combination dynamic it's it's not Brissett's on no level like that in my opinion I think these other two guys are on a different level yeah but I got to see those guys win playoff games it's just that that's where I'm at with those guys you know they're they're kind of been there the last couple of years I, I need to see them win playoff games fair enough welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it you're listening to pharrell on the bench don't forget uh we'll be live uh tomorrow night and friday night from downtown los angeles for saturday's spence porter title fight welterweights going at it unification uh fight at Stables, and it's on Fox Pay-Per-View. Call and order the fight. It's also on the Fox Sports app, so check that out. We'll be live uh, the next two nights from Los Angeles. We're leaving after the show tonight at some point or another at like 4.30 in the morning. So uh, wheels up for Lipstick City, la, 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 Los Angeles, Cali. So Cali Cal. Uh, Manager watch. Okay, we know the Royals. Uh, Ned Yost is uh, retiring. He's out. And uh, there's been uh, Matheny's been mentioned. Mike Matheny, Dale's fame. Uh, he replaced uh, Yost as Brewers interim manager in 08. Pedro Grafol, a uh, catching and uh, quality control coach. Dusty uh, Wathan is uh, John Wathan. Remember him? That was the uh, Wathan was the uh, is the son of the old manager John Wathan. So those are uh, just very exciting, boring names. Very exciting what they're planning in Kansas City. Uh, then you got San Diego. They, let's face it. Uh, you know, they talk about uh, Joe Girardi, Mike Socha. They should be talking about uh, Joe Madden. That's who they should be going after. I've heard uh, Mark Loretta, Phil Nevin, Rod Barajas. How about this one? Moises Alou. Christ, is he still around? Honest to God. I mean, you wonder why you lose. Seriously, you can't have some 95-year-old guy managing the team. Honestly. I, what is he? I, he's not that old, but he sure seems like it. <laughs> Mo, oh, the young Felipe's son. Felipe's the father. Moises <laughs> is the guy. Listen, I can't keep track of it all. I got bigger fish to fry. Thanks a lot. Uh, Moise is the young son, huh? He's going to manage him? Please. Uh, and then uh, the Giants, Hensley Mullins, possibly. Bam Bam? 
Yeah, and Raul Abanez, Eric Chavez. How many times are we going to hear Eric Chavez is going to be a manager? Josh Bard. Oh, my God. Where do they find these people? You wonder what's wrong with baseball. I have more fun blowing my nose. Rob Manfred is open to altering the baseballs. It's like admitting that they altered them to begin with, right? Is that not just yeah, admitting that, that, that that's they're Yeah, what kind of jumped out at me when I read that. He goes, you know, we're going to look at changing something with the ball. So does that mean that you already did something to the ball? You're going to change it back? Of course it he does. He kind of just like you said, he admitted that they did something to them. Basically, uh, Washington's uh, Case Keenum did not practice today because of a foot injury. I'm praying that uh, his foot injury gets worse so we can probably see the Haskins. best. Probably the best news the Redskins got all week that right. that guy might not play. Right. So college football. Here you go, Cavaliers of Virginia at Notre Dame. Notre Dame laying uh, 12 and a half. Uh, do you like the Irish at home here? I do like the Irish at home, especially laying the 12 and a half. Virginia's been good. Irish are better. I packed a little Notre Dame jersey for Saturday. That'll be a oh. – that would be a what? Uh, in L.A., a 12.30 kickoff out in L.A. in the afternoon. Is that when they're playing 3.30? 3.30 uh, East, 12.30 L.A. time? Get involved big time with that. I'll support anything uh, that uh, we have planned. In terms of uh, college football viewing, wasn't I out there last year, or wasn't I just there, Mafia? And there was, oh, you know, what we were there for the fight, and at the same time was like uh, the SEC. Uh, uh, wasn't that Georgia yeah, Alabama Georgia day? Alabama, yeah, the one went out for Wilder versus. We uh, watched that. Yeah, yeah we, we watched that before. We went in the, little, the hotel, little common room there, right. and watched it. Uh, so here you go, uh, the ranking the best players in the NBA this season from thirty to eleven. They have Devin Booker at uh, 30. Uh, let's just go down to Trey Young of the Hawks at 28. Jamal Murray, 27. I think he's got game. Uh, D'Lo, 26. D'Angelo Russell. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, 25. Mike Conley, Jazz, 24. Blake Griffin, 23. Siakam, 22. He won a championship. They rank him 22nd. Jimmy Butler, 21. Spida Mitchell, 20. Bradley Beal, 19. Yawn. All I've been hearing about is Bradley Beal for years and John Wall. What do they have in Washington besides nothing for all their greatness? Cat Towns, uh, 18. Kemba, 17. They have him ranked 17th in the league. Uh, do you think he'll carry the Celtics? Luka Doncic, 16. Ben Simmons, 15. Rudy Gobert, 14. C.J. McCollum, 13. And then uh, Russell Westbrook, 12. Kyrie, 11th best player. In the league with his broken facial bone. And then uh, which stars uh, are going to crack the top ten? I mean, you know who's going to be in there, right? I mean, some of your favorite uh, soups. You get all those superstars. LeBron, uh, you know, Davis, Anthony Davis, right? Who else? I mean, you know, Giannis, right? I mean, it's just automatic. You read some of these guys uh, in terms of who's uh, the best. Uh, now, Harden's going to be in there, right? So we'll find out. I should be able to, what, have those tomorrow? Who's the greatest players in the league? There you go. Flames uh, have agreed to a three-year deal with a restricted free agent Matthew Kachuk. Excuse me. Cammy Granato gets the uh, female uh, pro scout gig. She's the first female so Seattle's hired Cami Granado, the former USA Hockey Star, Hockey Hall of Famer, 
to become the NHL's first female pro scout. That only took uh, 2,000 years to have a woman have a job in a league that matters. Is that about right? Pretty much. Well, where, where are all these other women running the NHL besides nowhere? I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, they got what they do is they put the pretty girl on the TV as the analyst, like the interviews between periods. That's the only job they get. And they're all every team in the league has a hot chick doing the interviews. They all copycat each other. It's embarrassing. They should have women of power in the front office because these men screw it all up, don't they? Most of them. Here it is, a list of the watchability rankings. Where, where do they come up with this stuff? This is funny. Here, here's what I'll do. I'll skip the uh, list for you right now, and I'll tell you what they did. They basically took all the teams that were good last year. They put them at the top. They took all the teams that were bad last year. They put them at the bottom. Then they took some teams that didn't score a lot, like the Islanders, and put them towards the bottom. They put them at the bottom, put meanwhile they were a great a team. But, like, honestly, the league changes so much year to year. That you just think it's automatic that Tampa, Toronto, <laughs> the Blues and they, win the Stanley Cup at their twentieth. Well, it's no fun to watch. They don't play. You know, sure, it's fun watching. Florida Panthers are sixteenth for one reason. You know do I what? Watch them. You can have all the fun you want watching Tampa Bay and Toronto play. What happened to both of them when the playoffs started? Lose. They were out in the first round. They have Blackhawks thirteenth, uh, Devils twelfth, Rangers eleventh, and then the best teams they uh, that you want to watch: the Capitals ten. The Jets, nine. Penguins, eight. Flames, seven. Sharks, six. Uh, hipster teams, Carolina, five. Colorado, four. Vegas, three. Toronto, two. And the number one team to watch in a league play is the Lightning until the uh, playoffs <laughs> when they lose, right? Reports are uh, circulating that Deontay Wilder is going to unveil a new super punch against Fat Luis Ortiz in the, uh, isn't that King Kong? Isn't that his name? In a rematch, November 23rd, the punch is from a unique angle. Everyone's very excited about it. Uh, Stipe Miocic likely out for the rest of the year with an eye injury. The uh, UFC is, what, admitting that they're interested in a third fight with uh, Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic. Do you think the UFC will start having five, six, seven fight series? Can we find some new guys? No. Like, honestly, no. can we get a couple new guys what in here? What we need is more fight cancellations the day before the fight. We what need happened to McGregor, too? Can we get him back in the ring? He just sells crabby whiskey that no one likes. Be careful. You say anything bad about that whiskey. Whatever. Like that old man in that bar over there. In oh, Dublin. you're not allowed to turn him down or you get punched in the face? Whatever. Fight a fight for once. You fam. Honest to God, the guy never fights. It's so boring watching him waiting for this guy to fight. It's just so painful. You got to admit, Mafia, the, the whole thing passes him by, doesn't it? Haven't we all moved on to bigger and better things? No one even cares anymore. Yeah, especially in a sport where, you know, you want to talk about primes in most sports. I mean, UFC, you're in your prime, just like any other sport, 27 to 32, 33. Some guys get better as they get older, but. A guy like him who just takes punch after punch after punch and doesn't avoid the shots, you're going to go down quick if you don't get back in the ring. So uh, tomorrow night, Navy in Memphis. Memphis laying 10 and a hook at the Liberty Bowl in uh, Memphis off Beale Street. Navy's pretty good, undefeated. So is Memphis 3-0. and And then uh, Friday, we've got a quad pack for you. Duke Vitek from Blacksburg. The Hokies. How about Penn State, Maryland? A little Big Ten action in College Park, that'll be a good one on FS1 for us. Carver High Friday night in L.A. San Jose, aren't we going to be in some, like, phone booth on Friday night? 
with Superman. Still a uh, yet-to-be-determined location. Is that right? Allegedly. Uh, you know what we'll find out tomorrow night when uh, we walk in there? I'm not really worried about it. San Jose State and Air Force. I wish they'd just let me do it in my room so we could have the game on and just do it. We but, might have some people stopping by on Friday night, so I don't know if you want them all in you your You mean room the guy or... with the weed? Well, he's going to stop Wait, by, too. Are we, on the, are we on the air? Check one, two. If some of our friends in the L.A. area. My, my friend's coming. Hopefully this time he won't show up with a 9 o'clock. You remember when he showed up at my hotel? Hey, can you put this in your uh, locker? The wicker man? No, your boy Blunt, Joey Blunt oh, showed up. He's showing up in L.A.? He lives in L.A. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he lives in L.A. I told him to stop by and bring me presents, which is Blunt. Uh, Arizona State and Cal. Didn't we have the Cal quarterback on tonight? Question of the night. What was his name? I like the kid. Chase Garbers, I'm a fan of now. I followed him on Twitter tonight after his interview. I like him even more that he's from Newport Beach, Cali. Because I'm from Huntington Beach in some capacity or another. Also, tomorrow night we've got the Packers and Eagles on a delicious Thursday nighter in uh, pain day action from Lambeau Field where the shareholders are owners of the team. The stockholders are the fans. Andrew in Alaska, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Pharrell. So I uh, got a quick uh, question for you. I'm going from Alaska to Denver to see the Jaguars game. Right. I uh, saved all summer to go see this game. And my wife Pharrelled up the tickets. And unless I leave in the third quarter, I'm going to miss my flight home. And I'm okay with missing the flight and just uh, paying to see the rest of the awesome game for me at least, and my wife says if I miss that flight, the doors will be locked when I get home. Okay, well, so you know what? Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Tell her to have a sandwich. Are you kidding me? So this is like the greatest moment of your life. You're going to see your team play, and uh, you're you're a Bronco fan? Everything. Okay, so just go to the game and forget about going home in the third. And listen, if your wife is going to leave you over, uh, she's letting you, like, so, like, like, what, you had to get her permission to go to the game? She set this trip up for you? Wait a minute. She set the trip up for you. You're going to the game, and then you have to leave in the third quarter and go home? Like, screw that. I'd tell her, listen, lock me out then. I'll be down at the hotel in a corner with a hooker. See ya. I, 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 what are you gonna let her? Me. I just needed to hear the idol. Are, are you gonna let her push you around like that? Like she's sending you as a gift to the game, and you can't stay for the game? Are and, you and kidding me? And let's also be joke. fair here. I don't like your wife. He's he's not exactly driving from Salt Lake City. He's flying from Alaska. Let, can you let the guy see the game? Can we? Can he go to the game and then just go? Isn't there? So there's not locking a, the doors. So there's not a later flight, or what's the problem? Uh, well. I'd have to pay for the later flight, and uh, Dr. Bid, I spend my own money on a flight. Well, so, so but, but then do that, and who cares what she thinks? You know what? Bring her back a, a half warm beer. That is an egregious mm-hmm. offense. Like, honestly, right. listen, right. honestly, right. What, wait, wait, wait. How long have you been married to her? I looked up to you. I really appreciate it, bro. Well, well, don't how dodge long, it. How long don't, have you been married dodge to it, her? Andrew. Don't, don't dodge me. How long have you been married to her? Uh... Four years now. Shut it down. So what's the problem, bro? Like, you're going to sit there and, and tolerate this? Like, seriously, I would never tell anyone. I don't tell my wife. I don't tell a woman. I don't tell anybody what to do with their life. Like, no one orders me around. No one tells me you're going to the game. you got to be home by the fourth quarter. I'd be like, kiss my ass. Okay? I don't tell you what to do. Don't tell me what to do. And if I'm going to spend the money for the airline change of ticket flight, a later flight, go ahead. Here's what you should do. 
Tell her to lock the doors, hide a key outside, walk in anyway. And when you walk in, be drunk, smell, and be smoking a fat one and blow a hit on her face and tell her you had a great time in Denver and who you to you and roll over, Rover. There you go. Really bad advice I just gave that guy. He's headed for a massive divorce. I can't believe that story that he just said. That just is. That was flying from Alaska. Show record. Alaska to Denver. Can you believe that woman ruined? Get on the flight or the door will be locked. What would you do if your wife ordered you around like that? That is an egregious. Listen, ladies, have at it because you're not. It's not happening with me. I mean, I I just don't do that to people. I don't do that. that. You can't have it. Listen, my wife's going to some, uh, she's going somewhere with her friends in October, flying all over the country, going to some spa, some badass place. And I'm like, have fun. Let me know if you get any leg. So uh, what are you going to do? I don't tell people what to do. I really don't. Like, if I can't imagine you send somebody on a trip to have fun, and then they tell you you're not allowed to have fun. Don't forget to listen on Radio.com. CBS Sports app, SiriusXM app, and Ask Alexi. You get the show all four hours, no preemptions. We'll see you from Los Angeles tomorrow night for Carver High and Mafia. I'm Pharrell. Good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.